Hello, people. All right, viewers and listeners, thanks for joining us. Another movie review tonight. Paul from 118 talking right now, as if you didn't know that already. You might be new to the channel, I guess. I have with me tonight, Samir. Hi, guys. How you doing? Co-host. How you doing, Paul? All right. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. In fact, <clears throat> I've just knocked back that, that whiskey I was uh, pouring when we were off air. Uh-huh. And um, to think I used to enjoy that, but Christ. Has that's it burnt your throat. Yeah, it has. <laughs> Oof, strafe. Right. So which one was it? Well, I'm on a a twelve year Balvenie double wood. Oh nice. Yes. Nice. I've owned this since 2016, this bottle. So it's already it's matured even more. By the way, it could um, have been a good investment, mate. Now that now you've drank it. A good investment. <laughs> you, can <pick> up, <laughs> you can pick that up in supermarkets anywhere, man. Yeah. Um, but I bought that in 2016 because I actually built their website in 2016. Oh, okay. Brilliant. Yes. And it was so because I was obviously building the website, I had all the materials, all the assets, all the videos, all that kind of stuff as I was building the website. And it was reading about how they make it and how they distill it and the whiskey and what they cask it in and stuff. And I thought, well, I've got to try it. Anyway. So I ended up buying that. I used to actually really quite like it, but having just tried that now, fucking strafe. So, um, yeah. Not all, you used to be a big whiskey drinker. Uh, I like yeah. your whiskey, yeah. I think all of us yeah. did. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't drink it anymore. Or not that much. Really? Oh, no. I yeah. mean, I still, have a, I still have a bit every now and again. I mean, I do have some good bottles in the old drinks cabinet. I've got some really nice bottles. Yeah. Um, but they are pretty... Are, probably take me for the rest of my life to drink them because i just don't drink much anymore but the reason why i am drinking is uh because of tonight's movie that you picked Samia. i thought is it that bad <laughs> to try yes it is and to try and be even semi-entertaining tonight i thought if i get slightly tipsy on stream okay i might actually enough. find something to fucking talk about because right, okay. tonight's film excalibur 1981 I don't really know what, what to say about it. Um, anyway, I'll say good night. Thanks for joining us. Excalibur, one out of ten. See you later. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't that bad, but oh, it, was a, yeah. it was an effort to watch. It took me a while to watch it. I started watching it on Friday and finished it today. <laughs> <laughs> spread, it <laughs> spread it out over three days right yeah because i just couldn't get into it uh, at all uh i don't know the film i remember then that i watched as a 12 or 13 year old was completely different to what i saw um last few days uh, i don't know why i if i don't know if my memory remembered another movie which was similar or whatever <laughs> But no, it wasn't as good as I remember. It was really shit. Really well, yeah, shit. Before, before we came on air, you mentioned about, is this the same version I watched yeah. as a kid? Um, so we went yeah. through it and had a look, and there is a there is a PG-13 or, or a PG-rated version of this, but it's not very widely distributed. Yeah. Uh, the R-rated version, which I believe is the version we watched, is two hours and 20 minutes long, which is what, it, you know, which is what I remember watching. So Yeah, but... Doesn't R rating mean more sex? No, R rated just means um, restricted in American, doesn't it? It means be okay. an 18 certificate outside. 
Because I swear there was more sex in this one, you think. Helen Mirren was getting it left, right, and center. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. I, I swear, I remember the scene where Liam Neeson was giving her quite a few goes. Well, she thrusts, giving her a lymph. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this one, it was it was like two seconds. We know that that was the most annoying thing, actually, was that towards, what, maybe hour and 40 minutes in, yeah. I'm thinking, God, I can't, I've got to, this oh, is yeah. awful. And I thought, wait a minute, the only reason Samir picked this is because he wanted to see Helen Mirren's tits. Exactly. And, and I thought, there are, she's not even in it. And, and I remember a version where they were in it as a kid. That's why I'm, I'm surprised. That's why I was oh. waiting for, and I thought, what? And maybe, when maybe, maybe there is. Maybe there is. Maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe there is a version out that, that we didn't find. But one interesting fact I've got on it is uh, her and Liam Neeson became partners after that. Yeah, I was going to um, I was going to mention that. Yeah, they had um, uh, like a four-year-long relationship after this film. They both uh, fell for each other. Yeah, would you? What? Or Liam? What, Helen, back in the day. I mean, Helen, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have to have a bit more Balvenie, I think, before I did Liam Neeson. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, Helen's got a charm about her. In fact, right, here's the thing: I've been watching episodes, old episodes of Top Gear, you know, with Jeremy Clarkson and Richard oh, Hammond, yes. right? And season ten, episode one, has got Helen Mirren racing around the track that they do, right? Or they did, yeah. and that came on just before I came up here. To do this oh, movie, wow. so I thought, fuck you know, you know, talk about coincidences. Yeah, I think she's, be... um, she's a classy woman. She is. She's got a cl- touch of class about her. Very feminine, very classy, and definitely admire that in any woman. Um, but I don't find her particularly attractive. No, there's more attractive women out there, obviously. But I think she's not bad, not bad. But also, the Nescafe woman wasn't it. Oh, yeah, she played Guinevere. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was something about her in the Nescafe Edwards, though. No, I, I thought they could have picked someone better to play Guinevere. I quite liked um, the the first woman, who was the wife of Cornwall. Oh, yes, the blonde, blonde lady. Yeah, it turns out she was um, Catherine, Catherine Borman, I think her name is. Yeah, yeah. Kat- Catherine Borman, her name. Yeah. Turns out she's the older sister of Charlie Borman. Do you know who Charlie Borman is? No. Charlie Borman, he's, uh, he was an actor. He was in this film. He played the son of Arthur, the one that came to kill him. Oh, yeah, I know. He's in, his, quite... in, his, in, in his younger. Oh, younger, you know, the he, younger he got, version. Yeah, the one that was riding the horse. At the start. And, and, and giggling and laughing. And... Oh, okay, not the older one. No. Okay. Um, but Charlie Borman is best friends with Ewan McGregor. Oh, and okay. Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman did those um, motorcycle shows where they rode across half the world on motorcycles. Oh, shit, I know him. The guy with the beard. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's him. Yeah. The young kid, kid yeah. was him. That's it. Yeah. Wearing that sort of helmet, that, that strange yeah. helmet. Yeah. 
Charlie, you look much better with the beard now, mate. I mean, in that yeah. scene, you looked... Mate, but that was I... his older sister that was uh, getting done by oh, um, okay. by Uther. Was it Uther in the beginning? Yeah, yeah Uther. King Gabriel, Uther. Yeah. Gabriel Burns, Ga- Gabriel Bryan, yeah. Sorry. Gabriel Bryan. It's it interesting seeing him very young. I've only ever seen Gabriel when he's middle, you know, sort of middle-aged in films yeah. and TV shows. I've never seen him young like that before. So it's interesting to see okay. that. Did you notice there's loads of Irish actors in there? Right, that was one of the biggest problems I had with this film, is that Arthur, King Arthur, he's been a bastard son raised up by people in a shire somewhere, in a shit hut, surrounded by pigs and fucking goats for fun, right? And he rocks up with a fucking Irish accent. What? Yeah, and not only that, I actually researched that actor and he was born in England. I think it was Yorkshire or sort of Lancashire. And I don't know how he got an Irish accent unless he went there at a very young age. But yeah. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Terry, Nigel Terry, his name was. Yeah. Nigel Terry, British actor, Nigel Terry, primarily dedicated himself to classical stage, blah, blah, blah. Uh, right, okay. Both a pair of hosts suits. I'm a Terry, Nigel Terry. In Bristol, England. Hey, that's it. You're right. right. So th- this is something that uh, I was actually thinking about whilst watching this film. I thought, right, does this guy have an Irish accent? And are they putting on Irish accents in this for some bizarre reason? Or are they trying to mimic a southern, you know, southwest accent? You know, the old farmer style, ooh-ah, yeah. ooh-ah type accent. Because it's all based in the southwest. It's definitely Irish. It wasn't yeah, That's what I thought. And not- I thought, well, I'm... I thought maybe give them benefit of the doubt. Perhaps they're trying to mimic a southwest accent, an English southwest accent. But no, no. I think it was because the actual movie was actually uh, produced and directed in Ireland, all of it because of budget reasons or tax reasons at the time. Something that doesn't explain why a guy from Bristol would fake an Irish accent for a no idea, a particularly sort of Irish Anglo king. A famous Anglo king. Yeah, you would expect him to have a proper, you know, in, or the rough English accent of the time, or whatever it may have been. Well, or even speak sort of old English, like a slight, yeah. was it a variation, a slight sort of um, Anglo-Saxon word still in old English. Yes. But still, I, I thought that really did alienated me right from the get-go. I thought, what the fucking hell is this? You thought he was going to step into a, a pub, like with his arm as a kind of a point of Guinness. That's how I felt, basically, with the eyes. <laughs> well, it was just strange. He was the only one doing it, so nobody else was. No. Liam Neeson isn't from Northern Ireland, and you couldn't hear his uh, Irish accent that strong. Well, he just, Liam Neeson is just Liam Neeson, isn't he? I mean, yeah. that, that accent of his is quite bizarre. It is just he's unique. He has his own accent. It's the Liam Neeson accent, I think. Yeah. But still, very, very odd. Um, the dubbing on this film as well. 1981, this film, right? Awful. But most of it was dubbed. So what the fuck were the sound guys doing on this film? Probably not paid enough. Probably went on strike. Pissed up. Just yeah. pissed up, fucking about. Oh, well, yeah, don't matter. Yeah, it was quite strange. The, the reason why I found it strange was... Um... You know the green light that was always reflecting on the armor. Oh, that, had yeah. that, yeah. I found it really strange. Found that, and the lady in the lake was really weird as well. 
It was like she was going, hurry up, give me the sword. My breathing apparatus is yeah. of uh, <laughs> oxygen. Hurry up. Yeah, I can't, can't hold my breath for any longer, you twat. Take this fucking sword and be done with it. But it's yeah. quite good, that sword, wasn't it? Self-repairing. After yeah. you broke the tip off, it just tossed it in the river and it just repaired itself. Fuck it, yeah. I'll take that. Thank you very much. Well, isn't it a uh, sort of a legend when, that, when the sword does appear again? Whoever can sort of lift it will be the true king of England or Britain or whatever the case is. Well, after pulling it from the stone that nobody else could do. Yeah. Cool. It's still a legend. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a fucking trial, isn't it? That so right, you've got to yank this sword out of a stone that nobody in the world can do apart from one person, right? Yeah, but not only that, you've then got to toss it in a lake and then you've got to give it handed to you by some watery bin in the fucking in the uh, in the lake. So cool. I mean, is it worth it? I think at the first stage I said, you know what? Being king, forget it. I, I never really wanted it anyway. Yeah, I, t- I have to sort back. Forget it. It's too much responsibility. I'm not interested. I think it was a completely different <laughs> world then, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, now I wouldn't want to be king. Uh, no, you're right. It's not worth uh, being king. There's a lot of energy wasted there. Looking yeah, they reckon that around about that time, sort of around about the um, the Middle Ages, uh sort of the medieval, no, not medieval period, but around about that sort of dark age period, they reckon in England there would have been about 1.1 million people in the whole of England. Obviously, there was no census back then. There was no way to actually, you know, definitively say that. But they reckon, historians reckon, that there would have been roughly 1.1 million people living in the whole of England at that time. Wow. And most of it was forced anyway. God, can you imagine it, though? What absolute bliss. You could go for days not fucking yeah, seeing anyone. anyone, not speaking to anyone, the, the the bird, the wildlife. Oh, God, bliss. Oh, I, I, I mean, think, you know, I mean, like recently I've been thinking that I'd like to go back and live in the 1950s or the 1970s, but no, tell me what. I'll go, take me back to the fucking 1200s, because if it was like that, 1.1 million people. You could walk for days and not see anyone. I'm like, oh, it's bliss. You wouldn't probably see me, mate, as well. <laughs> I wouldn't be around. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Right. We, we I'll be somewhere. Time machine. Can you imagine yeah. going yeah. back to the time machine, the pair of us, yeah. just turn up like this in a peasant village full of fucking yeah. mud and pigs and stuff? Yeah. All right. We need to take her, make sure we take a surgeon with us and uh, we'll take the phone as well. Go, have you seen one of these before? They're like, what? You'd be burnt at the stake as a witch, yeah. Or they might think we're gods, Roman gods, or something, or something like that. I don't mm. know. Or Greek That's gods. a point, actually. Yeah. yeah, go back and pretend to be gods. Yeah. Actually, speaking of gods, there was a point in this film I did find interesting, and that's when Merlin is talking to um. More, uh, what was Helen Mirren's character? What was her fucking name? Morgana. There's a bit where King Arthur and uh, Guinevere are getting married. Yeah. And Morgana talks, finds um, Merlin, yeah, yeah. and talks to talks to him, and, and she reveals that she is like him. You know, she is uh, yeah. versed in the pagan ways, and um, she asks him to teach teach her the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, our time's done. Yeah, we're we're going." Our time is up. Yeah. And he refers to Arthur and Guinevere get married. And there's a big picture of Jesus above them in a big flag. Yes. So he's referring to Christianity. Christianity slowly taken over the pagan you know, pagan ways and religion so that people like him, old Merlin the wizard, 
and all yeah. these hocus pocus sleight of hand bullshit is uh is done for it's slowly dying out and he was right yeah. well yeah probably within a hundred years or a few hundred years it was gone completely um but then again it's quite an interesting character but the, because the guy who plays merlin was in one of my favorite episodes of colombo where he plays a professor of uh i think language or words and he controls two dogs to murder his wife's lover really good really, and i really i thought it was american because in that episode you can't hear his british accent at all you think he's an american guy actor his name is nicole williamson yeah yes anyway yeah but yeah he was in colombo and he's a really good actor at the time he's dead now but uh yeah yeah 2011 apparently yeah. um what what was uh i actually i agree with you about him and his acting ability because uh, of all of the people in this film merlin was probably the most interesting character out of the lot yeah there was some sort of mystery about him although they're saying that merlin himself uh like any so-called history book you read about Arthur, all those probably it is an imaginary sort of tale, but he's always a mystery character that they say he might be based on some sort of doc, you know, spiritual doctor of the time, whatever is equivalent to that mm. in uh, was in England at the time. Whiskey's working. I can feel. Yeah, I, yeah, I, feel I can heat. My eyes are going now. I can see. I can see. <laughs> So it was so boring. He, he, he's on his fourth glass of whiskey. Yeah, he's going. He's going to pour a fifth one out. <laughs> Actually, it gets better than what you drink. I'm really out of practice with drinking the old whiskey. I used to love it. I'm mm. drinking it neat, by the way, as well, which is the best way to drink whiskey. I've gone to rum now into whiskey. Have you? I've got a it bottle is. of that downstairs. Actually, that yeah. I yeah. Uh, I was bought by someone. Yeah, dark Not really rum, a rum person. Dark rum or a spicy rum. Hmm. Well, yeah. let us know your favourite drink in the comments below. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when a shit movie's been picked. When you remember something that it was pretty good when you were a kid. Well, I've got and plenty then... of notes on this film, um, so I do have stuff to talk about regarding this film. But um, it's really I just hard to enjoy it. Yeah, just didn't enjoy it. Um, I, I felt everything was very over-dramatised. I felt like this was like a 1950s movie because everyone shouted their lines, damn it. Yeah. It was very it theatrical. Yeah. Like even... Oh, on, um, yeah, yeah, Gabriel Bryne. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Uther, I must have her. I must have her, damn it. So, uh, Shit, everyone's just shouting their lines and stuff. It's... And also, what a ridiculous way to fucking ruin a kingdom. So he had a truce with Cornwall, and then because he wanted to fuck her wife, I must have her. He um, got Merlin to mystify him up with a ball of mist and stuff and play some hocus pocus, and he off he, off he goes and uh, gives her one. But wasn't ridiculous. also a sort of a law where the king had privileged if he liked someone at one point? In England, um, I don't know for sure, but I think the way that, that goes is that I, th I thought it was always the Lord of the Manor would always have first dibs on any anyone that was getting married in his kind of jurisdiction or county or manor. 
You would have first. I don't know if that's true or not, but you do hear it quite a lot. Yeah, I'm not sure as well. That's why I was asking. A bit like Nero last. No, not Nero. Caligula last week. Yeah. Go to someone's wedding. I'll give you a gift. Yeah. They end up raping. Yeah, they end up raping the pair of them. Bizarre. Anyway. Strange yeah. movie, but we've had that loads of views. Uh, so th- loads of perverts out there. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, load of, load of pervs. <laughs> well, that's the only reason to watch it, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so very Shakespearean kind of style, very theatrical, deliver of, of lines. And I didn't particularly like that. I thought, fucking hell, give it a rest. Yeah. Um, that's for Uther as well. That was a bit of a wasted opportunity, though, wasn't it, with old Uther? He, yeah, um, he goes yeah, into yeah. that woman's bedroom. He's lusted after her for weeks, we assume. And um, he's just straight on the job, even with a kid watching. Yeah, There's no foreplay. There's no, you know, taking your time about it, enjoying it. Think, Christ. Yeah, let's just, just get down to business and have kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, wasted. Wasted opportunity. Not only that, I think it was a wasted opportunity for the actor as well. I think if that part was a little bit longer, it would have been great. Um, yeah, it was him riding over the cloud and stuff like that. Yeah, I know it was Merlin doing all this magic or whatever he was doing. But yeah, it just made me laugh because you could tell it was on the stage, like the stage, oh, you know, yeah, and, I, and stuff like that. You know, the special effects weren't great in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the violence was all right, though. I mean, we're talking about special effects. The violence was okay. I mean, there was, there was some dismemberment, yeah. arms getting chopped off and stuff. And yeah, but it was a bit school pantomime. The um, the battle scenes. You see people like swinging something, and then they kind of slow down just as about to hit. You know, because I don't want to hurt the other actor, of course. You know. Yeah. And it was very clumsy, and and I just don't think it would have been like that. No, in real life, I don't think they would have slowed down swinging. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to. No, no. Right. No, but in terms of actual combat, night combat, I think it was the Victorians that kind of put this uh, dubious, this kind of um, downplaying knights, saying that they were ridiculous. You know, they was, their armor weighed so much they would have to winch them onto horseback and stuff like that. Um, yeah. The Victorians, I think, did them a disservice, but actually if you watch any kind of the reenactments and stuff of knights fighting, they were highly skilled and that armor that they wear is highly articulated as well. For the so, time, it was, uh, the, it's like um, bulletproof armor that modern soldiers wear. It's just yeah, essentially, you're, essentially you were a tank. Yeah. You were exactly. basically a human tank. Just, <laughs> just yeah. wheeled into battle. Here we go. Fight this guy. Yeah. Blows just glancing off him. Yeah. <laughs> and if they catch you, they catch you. And if you die, you die. Good luck, mate. You know, I mean, but don't forget that there was also this uh, thing that people always say that people, uh, human beings, have become weaker over the centuries because those guys they were getting uh, their arms chopped off or hand chopped off, and they would so some of them would survive with uh, with blood coming out and get back to wherever, get the bandage, and maybe learn how to fight with one hand, sort of thing. Possibly, even though you would just die in infection because they had yeah, no, yeah. no real medicine right then. So. Right. It's like they used to seal it with uh, the cow, what do they call it, marker? They would put something similar to that and just seal the end off. 
I think. Oh, so searing, the, searing the wound, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just stick it in the fire. Just oh. sear it. Yeah. There you go, mate. Jeez. Well, it's a good disinfectant as well, as it kills bacteria as well. So it's very, yeah. you know, incredibly painful, but yeah, it's very effective. Stop, stems the blood flow and kills off bacteria. It burns like you shit, know. though. Yeah, oh. and if a little bit's overdone, you could just slice it off and eat it. So there's a meal or two. Would you like it rare, medium rare, or <laughs> well done, sir? Yeah, this, this arm, there's a bit of flesh on that, sir. Would you like a little bit of, just shave a little bit off the bone? Oh, <laughs> yeah, might as well. Can I have some uh, cheese on that? And uh, can I have jalapenos? <laughs> so we mentioned the violence, yeah. Um, music. Strange music. That, well, that music, that... That sounds very familiar. Yeah, I'm it sure the, aftershave. What well, it was aftershave music, wasn't it? What uh, I no, I meant I meant the music right from the very beginning, right from the very start, the leading titles. That dum 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 dum. Oh yeah, that was yeah. yeah it sounded very familiar. I thought it was another yeah. film music, but even yeah. that, uh, you know that. Oh yeah, that wasn't that yeah. spice. I'm pretty sure, sure it's a classical piece then. Yeah, it is, so, but Spice used it. You know, Spice, uh, Aftershave of Spice. Yeah, uh, old Spice. Yeah. Old Spice, yeah. We're doing the we're doing the compo the original composer a massive disservice here. Yes, we are. I think the film does as well. I mean, if <laughs> if that's all we can think of, this classic this rather, rather classical piece of music, that's all we can think of is the old spice commercial from the eighties. We're doing that <laughs> composer a massive disservice. I could Sorry, look it up, but yeah. I like the I like the idea of leaving some mystique, and maybe um, some people can comment and let us know oh, what that piece of music was if they give a oh, shit. I apologise on our behalf to the actual composer. I'm sure he'll get a letter from us somewhere, but uh, if he's around, but I doubt he is around. So, you uh, know. He probably died in the 1700s, as well, most likely. Exactly. <clears throat> Patrick Stewart. Before his uh, Star Trek thing, yeah, yeah. Has he ever been young, Patrick Stewart? I think Patrick probably looked like he was fifty or sixty when he was in his teens. No, he's never looked young. He's always looked old. Yeah, I've I only have I've only ever seen Patrick Stewart looking old. And in this film, he was clearly sort of middle aged, maybe in his early fifties or something, in balding and whatnot. But he still looked old. I think he may be younger than that. Might be in his forties. Really? I think might be in his late thirties, early forties. Fuck, you know, I'm in my forties. I look better than him at that time. Yeah, don't forget they had a harder life than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like if you if you look at the uh, if we covered all the movies we have covered, if you look at the age, like Conry was only thirty-two. When he started playing Bond, but he looked like a, a forty-year-old man, or old, uh, slightly older. Like if I played Bond or you played Bond, for argument's sake, I don't think uh, you know we would look that age. We look like we're in our uh, early late twenties or something, or early thirties. He didn't. He, all the actors looked old in that generation. I do not know why. Is it? Oh, right. That's what I'm trying to that. say. Yeah. 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 I see where you're going with that. Right. Yeah, well, Sean Connery had to wear the old toupee, and oh, yeah, maple syrup one, didn't he, throughout all those yeah. films? There's nothing wrong wearing a toupee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when's yours coming? Well, <laughs> <laughs> soon, <I think. laughs> 
I don't um, think I'll need one, mate. I don't, I don't think I'll need one, just mate. Just shave right. it all off. Shave it all off. It's just so much easier. I, you know, that's the thing. I get it shaved, and then I'm too lazy to shave it. I shouldn't actually just shave it off every few days, actually. Mate, I mean, it is an effort, definitely, because yeah. your head also, your scalp's got lump and bumps on it every night, so occasionally you just shave it. If you are using a razor, say occasionally you'll just nick it and blood pissing out of your head and yeah it's not great shaving your head no just clippers right. bare face clippers just z- take the old off yeah um back on the film where did all that wildlife come from you know when arthur first met merlin oh the snakes and uh yeah there were snakes you were giant millipedes yeah you had fucking lizards got no idea it, it could be in the jungle it looked like that yeah it might maybe Britain did have that, or England had that sort of wildlife. I know it's we've not, got snakes, it's not, but it's not a temperate climate. It's a temperate climate. You can't have lizards and stuff in there. No, we can't. We can't have lizards and pythons, but we did have snakes. We do have snakes, and there was only Which one think, snake. In there. Is it? Let me look. I'm gonna look that up. I'm gonna look it up. Has there been any Python. native lizards in the UK? About 500 See, years ago. There are three species of lizard in the UK. Common lizard, the sand lizard, and the slow worm. A slow worm is a lizard, is it? It's got no legs. Slow worm. It's a worm. And it's slow. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought it would be a, more of a reptile, snake. Yeah. What about pythons? I'm sure there have never been <laughs> any pythons, mate, because it showed pythons. <laughs> There's never been pythons. <laughs> Right, has there been uh, has there been any pythons in the UK? I've got a fucking type properly, I might actually get an answer. A python found in the lay-by off the A303 <laughs> in Somerset was little more than half the size of the man-eating pythons in Indonesia. There are fears it may have been abandoned after growing to such a... What the fuck am I reading? No, I think you should have said native pythons not found on the side of the phone. <laughs> um, it was, it was they are not native. They're just escaped pets. Um, but they are not native to this country. No. Yes. So where know. where you got where the bear Merlin got a python from? Don't know. I've got no idea. The only thing that was native probably was the edder snake or glass hmm. snake or whatever that's it and the yeah uh, because i was a slow one like, yeah i found it a little bit unusual i thought what is a python doing in britain because i hate pythons <laughs> just <laughs> pythons in particular or all snakes i hate snakes right so snakes in general then right yeah i'm like indiana have jones never, have you never held a, a slow worm then show, show me what a slow worm is so, right, okay, let's find it. Uh, slow worm. But it's like a little tiny snake. They're actually quite cute. Uh, right, let's find a decent picture. I'll put it up on the screen. If it's a normal worm, yeah, I have. But if it's something else, I'll... No. Actually, well, now, I've, now I've seen it, they do look like lizards, just without legs. Right, I'll put this on the screen. For... Our audience that are desperate to see what a slow worm looks like. In fact, actually, for the international audience, they may not know what a slow worm is. 
So here we go. Now. No, I've never seen a slow worm. You've never seen a slow worm? I've seen loads of those. But they, actually, they do look like reptiles. The eyes look like a reptile's eyes. They just don't have any legs. Yeah. I always so, thought a slow worm was kind of a variant of a snake. Oh. That's that fucking a... weird. But is it a... Have you seen it loads down your way? Have you seen them down your way? Yeah, I saw one last summer when I was cutting the grass out the front. I picked it up and moved it to the side. Because I didn't want to kill it. Uh, so you didn't decide to sort of cut the bottom and roast it on a little stick? <laughs> <in there. laughs> nah. nah, poor little bugger. I just no, I just picked it up. Just pick it up, sort of behind the head, and um, move it. And they're very placid as well. They just yeah. go limp. They just go, you know, and just stick it to one side and just left him there sunning himself. I've seen them on the grass. I've seen them on TV, but I've not seen them in real life. No. I remember once, one place I lived, um, the house cat brought one in through the cat flap. Really? So, yeah, so this cat was going mad. I was like, what's that fucking cat got? I thought it had like a, a vole or a mouse or something. And I looked, and it's a bloody slow worm. It was smashing its but, head to kill it. No, I mean, they, they just play with it, didn't they? So it was just kind of pouring it across the floor. This poor little slow worm's like rolling around going, what the fuck's going on here? So I just picked it up and put it in the long grass, and that was it. Off saved it went. It. Yeah, no. saved it. They move slow as well. They're not quick. I don't, I don't know why they're not extinct. They're pathetic, really, to be honest. It's a, that's why they're called slow worms. Yeah. <laughs> Clue is in the name, yeah. <laughs> so how the fuck, fuck did we get onto slow worms? Oh, it was Merlin, wasn't it, with these pythons and these fucking lizards and shit. Yeah. The movie was so boring, mate. We said all about slow worms. <laughs> it's, edu it's educational. We do yeah. a service to our international audience. All I'm going to say to the audience... Paul had found this movie so boring. I think he's going to finish that bottle tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might make this the last one. I've got work tomorrow and I've got the day job tomorrow, haven't I? I can't be getting too wrecked on a Sunday evening. Yeah, no, we've still got plenty left. There's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> I'll be dead. I'll, I'll, I'll die of alcohol poisoning. Mate, um, your eyes are already going as it is. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, at uh, least guys, you've got one guy who, who's still, you know, sober, uh, but tired. Um, yeah. Besides the snow, right. uh, snow worm, uh, I, I like, you know, that Merlin's helmet. That was quite interesting to cover his head. That was quite you interesting. You look good in one of them. Do you think so? You've got the head shape for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, that would have been funny. We should, uh, we should have talked about that before we came on here. You could have put a bit of tinfoil over your head. <laughs> yeah, growing a beard as well <laughs> quickly. <laughs> okay, next time we meet up, let's dress. I'll dress up as Merlin, and you can be King Arthur. Okay. <laughs> the Irish accent. Irish accent. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, when um when we in were introduced to Lancelot, I thought that was an interesting twist. Actually, old Lancelot giving Guinevere one. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting twist on the story. Um, but when Arthur faces up to Lancelot on that bridge, all I could think about was Monty Python's The Holy Grail. Have you ever seen that? I remember that bit. I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he's like hacking his legs off. and then He's like, yeah. come on, I'll still fight you. 
Yeah. Got, <laughs> got no legs. <laughs> but also when they're riding on horseback as well throughout this film, all I can think about is that in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, all their squires are behind them with coconuts going... Making the horse sounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, haven't they got their uh, sort of uh, suits on with the um, horses underneath, sort of thing? Where, uh, you know the artificial ones where people are actually walking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, making. No, all... no. Um, in in Monty Python and Holy Grail, they don't even have the horses or the fake horses. They just they Jeez. just hold the hand out like that, like they've got a hold of the reins, okay. and they just skip. Like, <laughs> squire behind them is going. <laughs> no, because I've seen the one where they've got the artificial horse and doing that. I think it was one of the Monty Python movies, but I can't remember which one. Or it might be in Sketch. So I'm not yeah. a big Monty Python fan, but I would love to watch them one day. Um, uh, the Holy Grail is I've seen that so many times, that film, The Holy Grail. And that, and all throughout this film in my head, I'm just pl- I'm just li- hearing the song and um, we're knights of the round table, we dance whenever we're able. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could think about for all that, this whole film, um, which was amusing to myself. I had to do something to amuse myself for this film. It was that bad, guys. It was that bad. So, that was <laughs> interesting to see. I loved the way he paused. I had to do something. I had to. <laughs> we had to. to. Right, my other note, to, to prove the Queen's innocence, because um, Liam Neeson's character accuses Lancelot and Guinevere of having a thing. And um, Arthur gets pissed off. Not at that point. Not at that point. They'd kind of made eyes at each other. And there was obviously something between them, a a lust, a sexual desire. They hadn't acted upon it. Um, So Liam Neeson says, Oi, your queen's a whore. And um, to prove the queen's innocence... Liam Neeson has to have a fight with Lancelot. Yeah. That's so. Um, what did it prove? It just proved that one one guy's better than the other. Not really proving her innocence. Yeah. It? Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. It, it, in today's standards, it's utterly ridiculous. But back then... That was a standard practice. Well, they felt that God would intervene and God would make the virtuous and the non-liar win. win. So that was the whole... The whole basis of that fight was that God would not allow a virtuous man, a truthful man, to die in combat. Don't you reckon if we had that sort of solution now, it would have really uh, stopped quite a lot of uh, divorces? (laughs) (laughs) No. Can you imagine? (laughs) No, it just would have meant... I mean, let's face it, if you're a bit of a devious bastard, if you're willing to shag another man's wife... And you're a devious bastard, you know, you like a bit of thieving, you like a bit of buggery, you like a bit of bestiality, all that kind of stuff, right? You're going to be a devious person. Chances are you are going to cheat in order to win. So what you'll find is that more of those devious cheaters would win over the virtuous guy that's like, you know, well, I've done nothing wrong. He would get stabbed up and whatnot and murdered. And the devious guy would be off to go and bugger whatever he wanted. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. I th- I'm just thinking about the, you know, the sort of cost of lawyers and stuff like that. It would be just cheaper to do it this way. Oh, well, in that case, we just want to bring back corporal punishment and um, the death sentence. That's saving well, money. 
Have you fares? Bloody hell, mate. Just for a fare? For everything. That's it, shoplifting. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at someone. Oh. Right, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You went You went 35 miles an hour in a 30-mile-hour zone. Sorry, mate. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, take it for all. Yeah. Have it as a present. Yep. <sighs> Right, what else have I got on my notes? I've got a couple more here. Oh, here's one. There is no explanation as to why all these knights swear undying allegiance to King Arthur. No character development at all. I felt complete, completely detached from everyone in this film. That was one of my notes. Um, yeah. I didn't explain it well. No, Percival was just some geezer in a forest that was following Lancelot around. And become one of the knights around table. Um, uh, Lancelot, where did he come from? Was he? He said he gave up a castle and everything yeah. to go and find <clears throat> someone that could best him. And but where did he come from? I think he came from England. <coughs> Ireland. Ireland. Excuse me. He came from Ireland, but didn't have an Irish accent. No, he had more of an English accent than uh, Irish. But then King Arthur. He had a more English accent than King Arthur, and he was supposed to be from Ireland. What a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. What a cunt. And the floaty grail. <laughs> Smith's about to die on yeah. live stream. Um, I don't know my, why, but... My other thing about Percival and all is that he was sent off... Well, they're all sent off to, to find the grail, right? Yeah. They all ended up dead. But Percival, twice he came close to death. Yep. And he was within grabbing distance of this floaty grail. Yeah. Just floating about. Why do you seek the grail? Um, so that's all he had to do then, was just get close to death. So if he'd like, done the old sphyxy wank, you know, the old thing of the, the, the orange in his mouth and the thing around his neck, tossing one off. If he got close to death, he would have got the grail a lot quicker and he might have had some fun. In the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot comment on that, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was quite a your, strange scene. Not your mates, they, they do all that, didn't they? Or Sphixie Wank get dressed up in the old tights and suspenders and that. There's plenty of MPs that uh, have been caught doing all that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My mates. Uh, I hope they have more class than that, but yeah. They may do, yeah. I know there have been people caught doing that. And important yeah, that's dangerous, though, isn't it? That yeah, you know, you're almost choking yourself close to death, just seeking a better orgasm. What's wrong with a regular well. orgasm? I mean, regular orgasm is pretty good, isn't they? Why have you got to try and get close to death to have a better one? Can I ask what's that got to do with the movie? But yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely everything. <laughs> That's why I wanted to watch it. I thought it was going to be an orgy, basically, like last week's movie. But I remember having yeah. loads of sex scenes in it with Helen Mirren and all the beautiful women in it, and that was only one, not even one scene. And so that, Caligula just left you wanting a bit more. Well, yeah, because we're doing controversial movies, so I thought, yeah, do this, because as far as I remember, this was controversial for the time, but I can't see any controversial stuff. Nothing, absolutely. And finally... When I was waiting for the Vikings to turn up. Okay. 
because King Arthur supposedly thought off the Danes, made his last stand, didn't he, in Athelney, made his last stand against the Vikings, the invading Vikings. Um, Maybe that was a bit later on. But wasn't that, when he dies, isn't he on a Viking boat? Don't know. I don't know what that was. Just three tarts turned up and put his body on the back of a boat and off they went. I thought there was some Viking know. boat. I was waiting for someone to start finding that. No. That's oh, Viking wait. death. That, yep. That's not Anglo Saxon. No. But, you know, just uh, for creative reasons, that would have been a nice ending. Hmm. Right. But not a Viking in sight. I don't know if no. the timeline's mixed up. But I thought that King Arthur, the the you know, the tale of King Arthur came to power and then fought off the Danes with a very limited army, but somehow managed it. Um maybe my history's off. Must be, because they're all wearing armour. All wearing No. I'm confused. I, I'm pretty good with history normally. But this film's got me totally fucking confused. They're all they're all wearing armor. But Wouldn't Vikings be before that? Yeah, but I thought King Arthur was around about the time of the Vikings because he fought off. He fought off the invading Danes. Don't forget, he did live long, long because he was magical. He was something special. Fuck, well, he must have done about three hundred years according to the timeline. In this movie, yeah, they're all wearing suited up full armor. I, I'm confused. I don't know. I give up. It was a bad movie then. Yeah. That's all my notes. That's your notes. Yeah, you got anything what? to say about it? Um disappointed. Uh the green green light and reflection on the armor confused me. I think there was special effects. Merlin was the best actor. The guy who played Merlin was the best actor in it. Uh, mm. Liam Neeson didn't really have a part really, so he never showed his acting. Helen Mirren never took her drugs up like in the original uh, <laughs> version. <laughs> and, yeah, um, I found it a little bit... There's some sort of connection from last week. She had a fascination with her brother this time instead of the brother having a fascination with the sister, like we did last week with the Roman emperor. Yeah, well, Helen Mirren's character was out for revenge, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, but even then, you don't want to go around shaking your brother, do you, mate? Even for revenge. Shaking her brother? Yeah, she King oh, Arthur was her brother. That's right. No, no, it wasn't yeah. her brother. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. No, she was the daughter of Cornwall, the original. She was the one that was in the room... Whilst Uther was giving one to, yeah, but their half brother and wife, they were half brother and sister, and right. she was calling her brother all the time, right? Half brother, yeah. Still yeah, got the title of brother, mate. Come on, come on, half it? brother. I mean, that's allowed, isn't it? <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> that was that was a theme there uh, with our sort of movie from last week. Um, yeah, so yeah, there was a controversial scene there. If they, that was con- the controversial bit that we're talking about before, but I'm Who sure was? 
You've made this up in your own head, Samir. This this film, I've never read anything about this film being controversial. I've heard it. I've heard, Where? Listen, from who? I just got this thing in my head that I've right, read about yeah, it. Like, in okay. your head. Yeah, in your head. Yeah. Let's have, well, don't forget, I was only 13 years ago, thirteen years old right. when I... Uh, Excalibur, 1991, controversial. 81, mate. Controversial. Right. John Borman's Excalibur isn't just another King Arthur movie. Is Excalibur regarded as a film? Was There's nothing about it being controversial. There's, in fact, the word controversial does not... Oh, I don't know. 50 most controversial movies ever made from timeout.com. Let's have a look. Is Excalibur... Command F, Excalibur. No. <laughs> so I don't right. know why I remember. Out of 50 on. movies, Excalibur is nowhere to be seen on that webpage. Okay, then I don't know why I remember this as controversial. No, you, being... you've, you've made it up in your own head to me. Yeah. Like most of your world, it's all in your own mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, right. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> anything else to say on this film? Because I'm out. I don't know what else to say. Really right. don't. I mean... Really, it it there, then? <laughs> let's, yeah, let's call it fucking day. Right, let's, let's rate it then. Go and on, then we'll mate. get out of here. Uh, right. I've got my score. Do you want to go first or shall I? You go first. I'll let you go first. Right. I'm giving this a three. Okay. I can't give it any less than that because, I mean, people turn up on time. There was camera work going on. There was people doing stuff. There was lighting and effects. People turned up and done a job and they got paid for it. So, therefore, yeah. things actually worked. So you can't give it a one. That's ridiculous. But I'm giving it a three because just because people are competent at their job doesn't mean that that's it. They can just turn up and then just do it and then fucking chip off at four o'clock on a Friday afternoon and go down the pub. And this whole film just seems like just a complete lack of effort, really. I, there was nothing... There's no interest in it. You didn't really feel any connection to any of the characters. Um, and this is 1981. This is not like a film from the 1960s or the 1950s where you expect that stupid type of shit, that poor screenwriting. There's nothing. This is 81. Right? You think Helen Mirren is great. A great example of what I was thinking, right? Helen Mirren, in 79, she was filming The Long Good Friday. Yeah. Where she put in a stellar performance and everyone loved her in that film, Right. It's one of the films that's talked about the most. Well, it's talked about when you talk about Helen Mirren, people refer to The Long Good Friday. Yeah. That was 79. Now, we have to assume that Excalibur was recorded in 1980 yes. because films, you know, you record the year before you release after that year, right? Correct. We've discussed yeah. many times on this podcast. We've said that a number of times, right? So she's gone from The Long Good Friday one year, and then the very next year, she's doing Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Yep. How's that possible? I would, have, I would have slapped my agent if that was me. I said, you bastard, why have you fucking put me up for this? 
And I just thought it's such a stark contrast. You've got Long Good Friday, which I thought, you know, I didn't give that a, a, a massive score, but I still quite enjoyed yeah. it. And it was well put together. It, you know, there's good characters in that film. And then you've got Excalibur, which is just this kind of, it's almost like it should have been recorded in the 1950s, the way everyone delivered their lines so emphatically, so to the point. It was, yes. Probably uh, late 40s, early 50, yeah. 50s, maybe. Yeah, I know what Very I'm saying. Very theatrical, dramatic performances on everybody, <clears throat> even for the most boring of dialogue. And they're still giving it that punchy kind of, I can't even figure a word to describe it, but mm. I just thought it was awful. Yeah, you know what made me laugh in it? Remember Mrs. Bucket, your bu bucket. Oh, P Patricia Routledge. Yeah, that guy was a husband who was. Uh... That's right. Yeah, he made me laugh because yeah. he didn't suit him at all. That part didn't suit him at all. Well, I think that's because we know him as that. I mean, for for the, for the international audience, people watching this that are not from the UK, in the nineties, the early nineties, there was a TV series called Keeping Appearances. And the guy that played Arthur's stepfather in this film was a kind of downtrodden, brow-beaten husband who had a very dominant wife that would kind of treat him like shit. And that was the whole kind of, you know, yeah. the whole comedy of that series was that she was trying to be more than what she was. Her name was Hyacinth Bucket, but she insisted that people called her Hyacinth Bouquet. It was all about that kind of, Snob is, uh, snobby um, sort of class type of thing that goes on here in England, you know. Keeping up um, with the Smiths. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, that guy played her husband and he was just like always downtrodden, always the butt of the... Anyway, so Thanks. just to explain yeah. that. Yeah, just yeah. explain that. Uh, yeah, so you were saying that yeah. seeing that guy made you laugh. Yeah, because it, it just didn't suit him. It, you know, I thought it was going to do one of his funny comedy scenes where, you know, he used to go, well, you know, or something like that in his funny voice. And you would say something to his wife. And I thought, he's going to do that. And he's going to just ruin this in a second. And even when he was talking to Arthur, it was getting to a point where I was getting a little bit frustrated because I'm so used to seeing him in that other character. <laughs> and I think that was a reason more than anything else. Uh, there's nothing wrong with him as an actor, but when he was even beaten up by the opposition, when he comes back, uh, he goes, he's too strong for us. He wasn't convincing. It just felt like he was tied riding a, uh, a horse because he didn't look physically fit for the part. It looked like he was going to collapse. Some actors are more suited for certain things, aren't they? I mean, they, yeah. I think... That particular actor, I don't even know his name. Now, that particular actor, he was kind of more suit for comedic roles. Yeah. Uh, Clive Swift, I think his name is. Oh, yes, he's... Clive Swift. He's no longer with us. Died died in two thousand nineteen, unfortunately. Oh. What? Well, um, how old was he? Eighty something or seventy? Eighty two. Eighty two. He had a good run. Yeah. God, I can't imagine living to 82. Can you imagine? Well, I basically will, you will, mate. Anyway, give it a score. I'm going to give it a four. And the only reason I'm going to give it a four is because of Merlin. Otherwise, it would, in fact, without Merlin, it would have been three. He was the guy who really made the movie, I think. 
Well, yeah, he was most interesting. And uh, even though he wasn't really overstating his points either, he was just kind of... Yeah. Just kind of said his dialogue and it was fairly believable. Um, And he was very good. You know where some actors actually do a very good facial uh, acting with their expressions, where they make their points? I just just thought it was funny if you'd stop there. Do you know where some actors do a very good facial? Mm. Mm. (laughs) films you've been watching a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she didn't even <laughs> flinch. She didn't even flinch. That is a master at the facial. <laughs> Marvellous. <laughs> but his facial expression was superb. Really, really good. And you're right, it wasn't loud as well like the others were shouting in their dialogues. Like, Pat- uh, what's his name? Patrick Stewart. Oh, he I am with the king. I'm this yeah. and I think, oh, there is a young king. Can you imagine people talking? You can imagine people talking like that every day, right? I tell you what, tomorrow, right? Go to work yeah. and speak like that all the time. <laughs> I'll probably get yeah. into the office and go, "Are you alright, Samir?" Good morning, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a wonderful fight? weather yeah. we're having? Wonderful yeah. weather. Just talk like that all day. I'll, 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 I'll give you some feedback next week about it. <laughs> Probably go, there's your P45, mate. I think you've got a mental health problem or something like that. They'll probably accuse me of. Mental health, yeah. you get signed off for fucking two weeks, get given some pills, antidepressants, lovely. You get two week holiday. That's it. And there's nothing they can do about it. They can't sack you for it. That's what it's like in this bloody country these days. Claim mental health reasons. That's it. You get two weeks off immediately. Just like that. Always oh, going mental. Better, better give some time off. But if I speak like that, they will probably think I am. Yeah. You've got to make it convincing. Yeah. Okay, I'll try my best, mate. I'll try my best. Right, let's okay. leave it there. Let's leave it there. Excalibur, a three out of ten and a four out of ten. So basically, don't even don't bother. No, I watch it again in my life. I, I will never watch this film again. No. I've got no desire to watch this film ever no. again. Yeah, exactly. I wish I had that Men in Black tool. Ah, oh, the one going back in time. They just zap your memory so you forget it. Yeah, that would be would have been quite interesting because, uh, yeah, I think it is one of those you want to forget. Yeah, it's just awful. Yeah. Right, okay, <laughs> <coughs> let's leave it there then. So, yeah. thank you for watching or uh, listening if you've listened to the podcast, and um, appreciate you doing that. Let us know some comments. Let us know if you've seen this film. Let us know if you like it or if you hate it. If you think it's complete bollocks, like we did. Um, it'd be nice to have a bit of solidarity in that. But if you love this film, I'm really fascinated to know why. Yeah. Why? Why do you like, why would you like this film? But uh, I noticed actually that on IMDb, this film got an average rating of, uh, let's have a look, uh, 7.3 out of 10. That is high. (laughs) Who the fuck are these people? (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is rating it? I um, swear, they've seen that version I was talking about, mate. It can't be the version <laughs> we watched. <laughs> now, I watched a film that I, I've recorded a, a solo review for a film that I watched uh, on Friday, and yeah. um, that got a 7 out of 10. But that was miles better than this. You can understand yeah. why then, can't you, really? Uh, but this one, 
Anyway, I want to find out who are these people have given it seven and a half out of. 10. Yeah, yeah. I want to go and visit them one by one, sit down in their living room and say, "What? The, why? What do you why see you... in this film that I'm not seeing?" Yeah, and yeah, let them exactly. explain. Let them explain themselves. It's a bit like Nuremberg trials. Let them fucking explain themselves. So Paul's going to put you on troll, guys. Yeah. Why yeah. the fuck did you like this film? Anyway. And if you're curious, right, no, you don't know what will happen. Let's get the, Let's get Anyway. Out of here. Come on. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's wrap this one. Let's get out of here. Oh, my watch is going mental. Right. Um, yes. So thank you for watching and listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and other places that I can't remember. Uh, if Rumble. you want to watch... Yeah, rumble.com. We're always on rumble.com. In fact, that may Odyssey, be... That, Odyssey. Odyssey.com, yeah. Rumble and Odyssey.com might be the um, might be the golden parachute. You never know. If we get a bit more controversial ourselves in future, it might be the, um, the, the soft landing that we need once YouTube just says, right, that's it, you're off. Um, podcast, you can you can listen to us. Um, don't have to watch if you've got no time to watch because you're so busy. You're so busy. I'm so busy all the time. I'm on the phone to my, uh, my broker. I'm just so busy. I can't possibly watch. So you can listen. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you think about stuff. Anything, really. <laughs> Whatever you fucking like, just let us know. So, good night from me. And good night from me. Can just about survive this yeah. movie. Tutty bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>